Hey everybody, welcome to Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. I didn't fuck my cat, I didn't come on my cat, I didn't put my dick anywhere near my cat. I've never done anything weird with my cats. I promised myself I wasn't going to make apology videos after last year's thing. So I'm just trying to be as short and honest as possible. I am Simeon Jimmy, joined as always by Low Res Wonderbread. Yes, and it's a pleasure to be back and do this series and talk about this Shane Dawson. I've actually never watched a Shane Dawson anything until yesterday. And I have a lot of thoughts here. But uh, I'm very glad to have my 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 good pal Hans with me back yet again as well, Hans. Yeah. I'm 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 uh I'm a Shane Dawson fanatic. I'm obsessed with those three-hour documentaries where he just talks to someone really stupid and makes them like a look like a nice, innocent person. I've never seen one of his videos. I just know that. I just know. <laughs> I think that, that was making that, yeah. a murderer. You're thinking of on yeah, Netflix. He just goes to someone's house and hangs out with them, and then he's like, "Well, are they nice?" Didn't, didn't he do that with like Tana Munjo or a bunch of other unlikable people? I remember I was uh, down at Rusty Cage's place and he was hanging out with Emp Lemon and like both of them and their girlfriends were fucking obsessed with watching those documentaries. And it was a bad time to be at his house when they came out because, you know, I didn't really have a choice. But we're also joined by the one and only Aggie Eggman Rodriguez. What is up, fellow Dawson heads? I'm so happy to be here today to discuss truly... uh, I, I would say uh, some cinema that really uh, surprised me with just how good it actually was. Oh, wow. No, you, you're, no. you were expecting one okay. out of ten and you got a two? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how I felt about it, to be honest, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Uh, we have done several podcasts uh, together, Lorez, about various YouTuber movies. We have. And I am certainly willing to say this is not the worst one. I hope you didn't see my letterbox re- <laughs> review already. But you I- know, <laughs> I saw Hans's and I saw yours, and you guys, I think there was like a very minimal difference in the rating overall. I didn't read it because I didn't want to have my opinion uh, potentially mm-hmm. influenced right before watching it. Your positive and, um, opinion. <laughs> I might have given away something here with with Hans. Yet, uh, yeah, I actually hold on. First of all, did we exhaust Kino Corner with all these YouTube movies? No, no I think I just we figured... just exhausted him with the review of his movie. <laughs> so now he wants nothing to do with anyone. <laughs> no, he took it very well, and I continued to make fun of his movie to his face on other podcasts. And he, you know, he takes it in better stride than perhaps I would. So you know, yeah. good for Kino. I just figured four is a good number for a podcast, and I wanted to get Eggy on here, so I'm sure yes. Kino can come back again. Yes, I feel like Eggy's perfect for the Shane Dawson episode. So yeah, this is <laughs> this is a match made in heaven. I will say I'm going to have a controversial opinion on this. I think this is the best YouTuber movie we've watched for this series so far, anyway, and I don't even think it's close. Wow. Yeah, we watched Space Cop, didn't we? We did. Yeah. I okay. would watch this again before I watch Space Cop. Sincerely. <laughs> wow. Jay just committed suicide. <laughs> that Now, that's not to say this is a good movie, okay? This is not a good movie, and it falls <laughs> no. right into the era of, like, you have super bad, you have mean girls, and then about five years pass, and they don't really know what to do with that genre of teen comedy. And it regurgitates, like, a lot of the same vibe, it's not a good movie. It is a mess. But as far as YouTuber to the, the YouTuber to director pipeline, Shane Dawson, I think, 
he had the easiest time because they gave him like six hundred thousand dollars to do this movie. And Monkey, I, I'm surprised you don't know about the. Do you know about the origin of this movie? No, I was hoping you did the research. I did do the research. <laughs> I did probably too much research for this episode. I watched six hours of a show called The Chair, and The Chair is. Uh, are you familiar with Project Greenlight? Is that when there'd be like five little films and then you vote on which one gets funding for next week? Kind of. So I'm not actually all that familiar with the process leading up, but it was kind of like American Idol for indie filmmakers where Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and then this producer named Chris Moore got involved and were like, we're going to pick a director, we're going to pick a screenwriter, and we're going to make their first movie for them. And the first time they did it, uh, the movie was a total mm. failure. It sucked. Uh, the second time they did it, they did a movie called The Battle of Shaker Heights with Shia LaBeouf. And that one had like middling success. The third time was a big success. They did the James Gunn, I think, written movie Slither, or he was involved somehow in that. And that became like a, a horror series. Then for whatever reason, Chris Moore couldn't get the rights to do a fourth season of Project Greenlight. So they did The Chair, and they had uh, some friend of one of the producers on this series who's a woman named Anna something, and Shane Dawson was the other contestant. And they were given one script by a screenwriter, and they both had to make a movie out of this script. And so there's one that's called Holidaysburg that is directed by the other filmmaker involved in The Chair, and this was the other one. This is not Using cool. the same script as this movie. Yes, it's kind of an interesting wow. concept. They didn't do a season two. Um, and it was a competition where people voted on like, what was the better movie? Shane Dawson won the competition. Although critically, Holidaysburg has a much higher score on Rotten Tomatoes. I wonder who had the bigger YouTube following. <laughs> yeah. The so they did address this because they knew this is going to be a, you know, he's going to walk in an easy victory. They had to, everyone who voted on what film was better had to answer something like 20 questions about both films to make sure that they knew the voter had seen both of them. And they said that 40% of the ballots cast had to be expelled because it was very clear <laughs> they didn't watch Holidaysburg. And he still, he narrowly won 53% to like 47% or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. A well-earned victory in my opinion, because whatever that other movie is, obviously can't compete. You know, I don't know how much feces eating and vomiting was in that movie, but definitely <laughs> He said it's the enough. same script. Well, no, well, hold on a second. Actually, there's none. There's no feces eating in Holidaysburg. That's right. How could this be? So th uh, I haven't watched it, but I've been watching, and I'm going to finish the series too, because it's actually a really good reality show. Um, they took a script from a screenwriter named Ben, uh, Ben, what's his name? Dan Schofer, not Ben. And um, they were given permission to rewrite the script. And so Holidaysburg is like a mumblecore, Joe yeah. Swanbergy, <laughs> like very intimate, like quirky comedy from 2012. And then Shane Dawson was like, yeah, I'm just going to make a Shane Dawson, cringy, weird, uh, gross out humor comedy. I'm going to do the exact opposite thing. And that's why the movies are so different. Why this movie's so like again, super bad, mean girls, like of that era. 
So on the quiz to find out if they really watched both, is there a question like, what did the nice black homeless gentleman eat out of the cup? <laughs> or what did the nice black gentleman get paid to humiliate himself in like four different scenes where his character just eats different types of shit? <laughs> yeah, Lorez, as a casting director yourself, how would you approach finding a black man to play the homeless guy who eats his own shit? I mean, Listen, I um, yeah, first you have to eat your shit out of a cup. Uh, then you drink your piss at a urinal, and then uh, we see, then we see, we see your cock and balls on a window. Uh, Fifty bucks a day, <laughs> like that. How much do you think? In, this guy? in New York, you can get you. away with that for sure. Um, in Pittsburgh, so they shot both of these movies in Pittsburgh, and the series is kind of great because it's a, a series of uh, Shane Dawson meltdowns over the fact he's not in L.A. or New York, and so all the actors are also like professors or coffee shop like they're normal people and they read the script and were like i don't think i can do this and go back to my regular job and he's like well why the fuck are we ca like he was just like bitchy gay guy mode just like why are we casting non-actors like i'm That's sorry right. you're unemployed and a loser you should do my movie because i'm paying you like That's he literally right. says things like that and um it's very entertaining it's very good Did he find a real homeless man because i bet he would have done it for that price uh he might as well have Pittsburgh's full of them. I mean, he was very uh, convincing as a homeless person that eats his own. It's happy to eat his, eat his own shit. It's not like he's just like, well, I guess I'm going to have to eat my shit. No, he's like, yeah, just going at the, the cup. Yeah, Sallow's yeah, too tame for him. Yeah. Why would he have it in a cup? I didn't, that, you know, that was a plot point that I, I didn't understand. <laughs> what is, very... what, pick it up off the ground like some kind of animal. I mean, listen, he's homeless. He's not a bad person. Okay. Yeah, just neatly packed into the cup and just, you know, he wants it to be a little like... discreet. He doesn't want to cut it's like a mug cake, a scene. you know? <laughs> I, I, uh, was, Aggie, uh, right hypothetical. The... Oh, yeah. sorry, Hans, go ahead. Right from the beginning, I think it kind of hits you with, uh, you know, there's the 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 storyline of uh, this girl that's being called a, or made fun for being a slut, even though she's not. Uh, but at the beginning, she has a line where she says, oh, I did have sex with a zucchini one. So I guess that was slutty. Uh, I think that's a great line to set you up for what's coming for the next hour and a half where the humor doesn't really go deeper than that. Like that's that's kind of like the the kind of jokes that you would expect and and go throughout the entire movie just set up there with the first what 30 seconds a minute maybe yeah the Actually, sense of humor felt to me like if you took american pie but you took out all like the tits you know like the sexual nature of it and you combined it with uh, like nickelodeon disney channel sitcom for kids kind of humor oh yeah and then you said fuck a lot you know it's just very unfunny the whole time so, oh, also they i applaud them for the use of a fat girl where we don't feel good for the fat girl <laughs> we're just making that, fun of her because she's fat and gross she's disgusting, exactly yeah, yeah. so i was it like fits. all right that's kind of refreshing we don't have a melissa mccarthy treatment here we're supposed <laughs> to think that she's charming no she's just fat and gross so i was like oh good good for 2016 or when, when did it 24 good for shane dawson really yeah. right yeah brave it's very mm -hmm. brave of him Sorry. As unfunny as he is, at least he's willing to say retard and faggot yeah. in this movie. Well, he was doing like blackface on YouTube at the same time, <laughs> yeah. right? He was probably gearing up for his first cancellation. Yeah, maybe we're being too hard on him. Maybe he's secretly a, a real hero who just apologizes too much for it. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious to know your thoughts on this movie, Aggie. Uh, so I was going to say the way what set me up for the uh, tone of the film 
because also while that same monologue about sex with vegetables is going on, um, <laughs> there's these like tw- these tweets that come up on screen that are all about like, um, you know, so you have like what I think this, you know, there's like a guy saying, oh, I miss my girlfriend so much. And he starts like making out with some dude. And, uh, you know, yeah, like um, the the fat girl that gets made fun of a lot. She's like, oh, hashtag no filter and applies like 8000 layers of Photoshop <laughs> to her picture. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, not to uh, desecrate a real classic of the genre, but I definitely got some energy from this movie. Uh, not another teen movie energy, really. Ooh. A lot oh, of I that love going that on. Um, obviously, once again, I'm, it's the it's Walmart versus you know luxury mm-hmm. in terms of quality and uh, something that I would consider maybe a more serious actual film versus you know this movie. But I, I definitely got some of that energy in there. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a film I really enjoyed many years ago as a young person. And I would rewatch that a lot when I was, you know, like in junior high. And, uh, you know, some uh, to me, just that good old fashioned, uh, you know, yeah, saying fuck and, you know, <laughs> some gross out humor. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like I've had to, uh, in the modern filmscape, uh, it's like I got to, get too much out of everything everything's got to be i gotta really look at everything so critically i have to uh, get some kind of message or whatever from something no i just want to say hey that fat person is disgusting and i and uh you know shane dawson is dressing up like a woman and uh i, I thought the character um who i've trevor. already trevor yeah i thought that might have been a uh, trans actor at first turns out it's actually maybe a guy uh, so I, I'm pretty sure I'm about 95% certain it's a man after, uh, you know, and was portrayed as a man in the film. Um, either way, uh, so that the whole setup with uh, this freak finally losing his virginity to Shane Dawson in a wig, you know, I thought that was you know, a really <laughs> beautiful story arc through and through, you know, like, hey, this guy, hey, you're really smart and you make, you're going to make a lot of money. But unfortunately, you're still a hideous freak loser with no that nobody likes. So the best you're gonna do is Shane Dawson in a wig. But either way, uh, but is yeah, that guy I not mean, another big YouTuber? I'm not familiar with him. I'm not familiar with him. The uh, just, the I main supporting funny, right. The yeah, uh, yeah. character's name is I think Joel. Am I? Oh, yeah, Joel. Uh, the guy with the long hair. Yeah. Is that? No, it's not the try. Or no, it was that uh, Good Mythical Morning? No, that's not him. Like the guy from Good Method Good Morning is like 50, so he still has that carryover Gen X testosterone that this guy, unfortunately, maybe like a few, <laughs> few too many years of microplastics in the water. This guy kind of ducked out a little bit on that. But uh, with that being said, yeah, so <clears throat> I really just enjoyed it on its face for kind of just uh, something that may, maybe they, Shane Dawson, maybe he took it to be very... <clears throat> serious maybe it was really supposed to be something serious i did not take it that way i took it very unseriously just on its face at that surface level crude humor and uh to me that's what i enjoyed it for when did you think it was serious when he when he started twerking as a lady and then he farted and he's like oh i think i queef <laughs> is that the line where you're like this you know this is this is it well, this is daniel day lewis <laughs> want to know there was a there was a breakthrough moment and i believe it's about halfway through the film perhaps um so when Shane Dawson in Hori Tori, uh, they're, uh, you know, they got the fuck it list because, you know, Shane Dawson, he needs to just do a bunch of wild stuff. He needs to let go. Yeah. He's hanging on to his past as a high school, something or other, you know, he was, he something was the Chad and now he's a real Brad in college. Right. That's right. Yeah. 
So when they're in the uh, grocery the Chris, stores, he's the Chris Evans, right? Shane Dawson <laughs> is our Chris Evans from not not a tin movie. That's that's that, our, that's right. Yeah. When they're stealing the produce and uh, she's got the watermelon under oh, yeah. her shirt and the nice black lady at the cashier, <laughs> she goes, uh, oh, you know, she's, she's stealing watermelon. She goes, oh, better late than never. And uh, Hori Tori goes, well, you know, something to the effect of, well, it is what it is. I was raped. And the woman's like, whoa. And then uh, she finishes ringing him up and Shane Dawson then trips Tori with the watermelon under her shirt and she falls to the ground and the watermelon explodes. And then the black woman's like, yeah, and so only the, like, the huh? red guts of the watermelon shoot out. So it looks like the baby somehow <laughs> yeah. got obliterated. That was a good visual joke for me. That might I, be the, the joke of the movie. Yeah, it pretty much... Uh, well, actually, my second one is um, when the schizo-psycho ex-girlfriend of Shane Dawson named Heather, uh, She uh, this is kind of towards the climax of the film, um, she uh, steals... And like an Indian man's mother's clothing and uh, to basically sexually assault Shane Dawson's character to try to get him back. And she uh, begins to perform fellatio on him and she goes, thank you. Come again. (laughs) (laughs) So those definitely were, uh, I definitely stood up, rewound the movie at both of those points. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. Excuse me. But uh yeah, definitely the the shopping scene. You know, I was kind of I wasn't fully engrossed up until that point, but then I'm like, damn, they went there. Okay, you know, Shane was really committed to this. I didn't, I never watched his YouTube channel, so I don't know. I guess he was doing these kind of things. I guess that was par for the course for him. But like I said, you know, well, Aggie, let me ask you this. Maybe uh, I'm gonna pick your brain. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Okay, could it be that in the last decade? comedies have become so incredibly edgeless and and dull and unfunny that just the taste of the bottom of the barrel from 2014, just the fact that there's any edgy jokes at all is enough to satiate you. Uh, I would say that that's a fair point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And once again, uh, that's pretty much where the movie, that, that surface level depth, you know, I'm over, I'm mucking about in the kiddie pool right now, but you know, I was, it's like going from the Sahara desert to an inch of water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, for, for that, but I mean, at the same time, but it wasn't excruciatingly bad in other aspects. It was, you know, it was lukewarm for, um, you know, some of the other things, the, the set, the direction, the felt like really the only egregiously bad, visual uh, part in my opinion was they're in the the pickup truck or whatever with the green screen yeah it was pretty egregious um but everything else it to me it passed the sniff test so to speak you know like it didn't immediately pull me out and be like oh yeah this is this cost ten dollars to shoot it definitely <laughs> and, he, and, the, and the sets aren't all you know that extravagant but it's the the ambiance that everything fit to me as far as all that goes as it should it, it all wasn't uh too bad i think they got what... actual like mansions you're not just filming it in kino corners apartment <laughs> uh, all of the dialogue is audible i could hear everything everybody said yeah it's so not that's... an air an airbnb like in lover you know that he rented and it's obviously <laughs> yeah. using someone's yeah, house that not... in the background playing <laughs> yeah. the mafia yeah. yeah if we're ranking i'd have this above lover and wasted hours for sure <laughs> hans you gave this a half star on letterbox i need you to 
shit all over this because Eggie's being too nice. We need yeah. to hear why this is bad. I was very annoyed. I was not in the mood <laughs> to to watch something like this where we're expected to believe that two gay men are like this this uh very awkward but very into girls uh story oh, you where think Shane Dawson well, might be gay. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I don't know about the, the the other guy too, the guy with long hair. I mean, he was very masculine throughout the movie, and we're we're expected to believe that he's really into this girl and not just that he wants to dress like her, which which <laughs> happens in the movie. Uh, then yeah. again, then again, now that you mentioned uh, now that Eggie mentioned uh, not another teen movie, I'm sure Chris Evans uh, sniffed someone's balls that he wasn't intending to to get where he's been in his career so maybe it is you know uh every movie we watch is just two gay men trying to convince you that they're into <laughs> women uh so maybe that's you know the, the the depth of this movie that we're not really thinking about but it was it was very difficult for me to to believe that the the guy with with uh long hair was so obsessed with this girl um so so story-wise uh it was kind of uh uh i i it's it's difficult to think that I was expecting anything just because from what we've seen of uh, YouTuber movies, uh, expecting anything uh, is it, just a recipe for being disappointed. But uh, I I am not um, I, I'm not missing those comedies at all from from around that time. So this didn't feel refreshing to me because we really don't have comedy movies anymore. It, it felt more like, oh fuck, I don't, I don't want to go back to 2014, or I don't want to go back to when, when the humor was, we have a fat mom, and then we're gonna use a fake fart sound when you know this fat lady can fart for real. What <laughs> the right. fuck, you know? That really upset me. <laughs> that scene where, where I guess her room was converted into a gym by her parents, and then uh, her, her dad is like pushing into her mom and then you hear you know every fart sound that you hear in every movie and i was just like just just make the lady fart and record well fart. she does fart so hard that she shits in her pantaloons <laughs> would you like the actress to really go through it yeah screen? Go method why not <laughs> i mean <laughs> if you that's true comedy that's cinema listen you were expecting me to believe that shane dawson is this uh this handsome man that gets pussy all over town right so why can i suspend this belief for that but not that the fat mom can actually you know it's uh in her pants let's give me something you know and and mm -hmm. that that uh i made a note of it because it really bothered me <laughs> so i was like she looks like she could fart and you're not even <laughs> recording a real fart just the generic you know fart that wav uh sound so that that yeah I, it was just a lot of um I just wasn't in the mood for for this type of comedy <laughs> and I'm really not not missing it as I feel like I feel like Aggie might have a nostalgia for it from what he said of the movie and and definitely when Lores was telling me about it he was like oh this is actually this actually feels like like uh like I'm you know back in 2014 and this is great It does I well my, my <laughs> what I said to Hans at, like as I was concluding the movie was like this this is the most 2014 feeling movie uh, maybe I've ever seen, right? Because they're talking about Tumblr, like it's the original Twitter. I, I was like, oh yeah, the good old days. Uh, I kind of miss that. And I think it, it, three things came into play for me as to why I don't have like a severely negative opinion of this movie. And that's the first one, which is like they captured the era pretty well, whether they intended to or not. Um, that's the vibe of this movie. The second thing is the comedy, even though it's not good or very well thought out, I much 
prefer it to something like Good Boys, for example. You guys remember Good Boys? The uh, I think Mumkey's getting swatted right now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, something like that where the modern humor is just like, oh, we're going gross out. And then they heavily rely on that and using uh, the word motherfucker every other line. I watched a trailer in the theater to some movie that that uh, was coming out with a bunch of Asian women going to oh. Asia. And then they played a dog movie where the dogs all fuck. And it was the same exact vibe and style of comedy. And that should not be the case, right? So, uh, the talking I, dog movie. Yes, it was a in Jamie Fox, who I guess R.I.P. to his eyes yeah. and limbs, yeah. uh, is what? in that movie. Wait, Rest is that confirmed hilarity. that he's like fucked from the vaccine? I saw an OK magazine that they blamed the vaccine. I was like, OK magazine is blaming the vaccine. That's pretty big. No, That's he's pretty... recovering. He's just paralyzed and blind. He's fine. <laughs> uh, two more weeks. I'm trusting the science. You yeah. know? Let's give him another vax. It might straighten him out. Um, right. So it was the humor. It was the nostalgia. And then the third thing is, whenever we watch these YouTuber movies, the big thing that I think they all struggle with is the form, right? Because they're they're very green to the filmmaking process. They haven't really, they don't have people around them either to help guide, you know, navigate what the film's going to be. They're just working with their own crew, which is often yes men who are impressed with their YouTube videos, but don't know the ins and outs of the industry and how you make a movie. And this is a Shane Dawson movie uh, through and through. It's Shane Dawson poured into a film mold. Whereas I think you watch Space Cop, I think you watch Lover, you watch the Angry Video Game Nerd movie. They don't have an, like an idea of pacing or anything like that. Shane Dawson had the benefit of experienced people around him to offer input and help straighten this, this film out and make it um, digestible for anyone who's not familiar with Shane Dawson. Although, uh, obviously, this is Shane Dawson dripping edge to edge. You know, it's him dressing up in drag. It's his YouTube channel in a film and i think if you're with that then you might enjoy it if you're not into that then this just isn't going to be for you and it's not it's not believe it or not it's not for me i you know i just i don't think it's the worst that's my feeling it's the best of the worst the best it is literally the best of the worst <laughs> yeah that's fair I, I as a kid or whenever the fuck shane dawson was in his heyday i and even now i mean i've never really watched his videos either this is the most i've been exposed to that man and now I've seen his uh, glittery titties uh, taking up my whole screen. So I've seen a lot more of Shane than I was expecting. Uh, are you guys familiar with something called Hey, It's Millie? Uh, yes. No, it sounds familiar, but no. It's a retarded I'm, did I bring that up to you guys before? I, mean, I, I said deja vu. I think you did. I yeah. think you mentioned, is it a retarded puppet? It's like a, a little girl puppet with like purple hair. And I think it was a collab between the fine bros and Shane Dawson. And they've scrubbed it from the internet because it was like the character is a child who's talking about how she loves getting fucked by Shane and stuff. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, it was really, really big. I, like back in the day, I used to watch that one. Uh, but good luck finding an eclipse. <laughs> found it. You found it? Wow. That was There's great. a lot of it. Oh. Yeah, here's some. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> be a little more gentle you know what we could do millie <laughs> all right millie that's it that's all the mail we have today oh thank you so much for having me shannon it was amazing to finally meet my hero oh well, it was amazing to meet you and i'm sure we're gonna hang out all the time when when's 
specifically am I going to see you again? Gosh. Hey, out of curiosity, what is the dark truth behind the fine bros? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might have to do with this, because if this shit gets fucked up, that was a very innocent clip. In that online brand. The fact that people of color eating their own feces being a recurring joke with Shane is so disturbing. That relevant oh. comment posted yeah. to the top. Wow. Wait, is it? I mean, Hans, can you give comment. that a like to just make sure it stays at the top? There we go. So I guess we're so yeah, us not being true Dawson heads. I guess apparently homeless black men eating feces and urine was just <laughs> par for the course. It's a recurring maybe, motif. Maybe everything that we're like yeah, harping on here, maybe that was just I don't know. It was a different time, it's and I believe. Face. Twenty fourteen <laughs> goggles, like uh, Low Red said. I mean, that's so true. We don't think about it, you know what I mean? Because for us, we have, we've just been living through this time. You know, we're of this age where you know it's not like the nineties. We don't have that definite nostalgic flag that's planted. But you know, now when we when we see this, we're starting to realize, okay, now those defining characteristics are sort of coming through to the top like a shipwreck that's found under a drained lake mm -hmm. or something yeah i guess that's why it, it doesn't really hit the nostalgia thing for me because to me homeless people have always eaten shit so i guess <laughs> <laughs> so i guess to me it's like oh wait it's 2014 what Lores, hypothetically happened? this july we will be collaborating in a film with Aggie. Should yes. we have him eat his own shit and fart so hard that he shits his pants? God. In blackface, by I, the way. It's simulated or? going to be Dane Chawson. Yeah. Are you thinking it's simulated or unsimulated? Eggie, no, I know for you. Real. Uh, uh, for hey, real. Listen, Kino Corner, he gave me a great recipe for lifelike feces that he eats True. when he reviews Sallow the movie. And when he's, I think he eats like popcorn when he watches it because, you know, really into the experience in his favorite mm -hmm. film. And that right. flaky fuck, I'd say there's a 20% chance he'll actually be here. Maybe he can make the shit for us. Uh, That's right. I, likely, Aggie, it's, it might just be you and me, ultimately. I don't know who's actually going to make it to Central I Iowa. For I can, if I can't make it, I'll send Hans on my behalf. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Okay. I can make this shit. I'll, I'll instantly. Yeah, I know all too well from rooming with Hans during Mass State Lottery. He can make shit very well. Yeah. So. Every morning. Yeah. Fresh <laughs> <Yes. patch. laughs> well, sounds like a treat, Aggie. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, is that for Aggie. your wheel? Like the the wheel, the of, wheel of the worst is, is gonna be. Yeah. Wheel of Hans's <laughs> shit. This is for Tuesday. This is from Wednesday. Uh, Aggie, are there any other scenes from the movie that stick out to you? If we're gonna swing um, the pendulum back to praise for this great masterpiece. Well, let me see here. Um. Mm. well actually too when he, when uh hans was talking about how this the guy the the virgin uh you know trying to get the girl uh who ends up with just shane dawson drag yeah there's a scene where um he's modeling uh women's clothing at the store for like his female friend like try to like figure out what the girl he likes is gonna want and he's like Oh, this is so stimulating right now. And I'm like, oh, AGP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, I don't know. I thought from the beginning, I, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to say too many demonetizing things, but all I'm saying is it's that too I, had, late. I had I've that. said them all. <laughs> I, I definitely there was a bullseye, immediate intuition uh, from the second that this character came on screen for me. But uh yeah, I mean, uh well, you know, don't, I, re don't... I really enjoyed when the fat woman vomited and uh, the girl said there's at least 10 different restaurants in there because it <laughs> makes fun of how much fat people eat. 
Yeah. It, how about it's a the layered joke? Just how like about the the uh, at the beginning when uh, his girlfriend is sucking his dick through the wall and he's like, "Oh, it's like the wall eating my penis." <laughs> that's a that's a good line. Well, you know, the, so when they came in on that scene, there's a guy masturbating in the yeah. stall, and then she drops over and he's not there. Uh, that was a continued continuity error. Definitely pulled me out of the film for a second. Uh, yeah. But also going back to the ski lift with the black man uh, was pressing his testicles against the window. Um, the female, one of the female leads also uh, pulls her pants down and presses her ass against the screen, uh, which I you know, I thought she had kind of mm-hmm. had it going on. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yeah. you know, the, the women in the film, the ones that were supposed to be attractive, uh, the, you know, they were good to me. They were they were decent. They fit the bill for me. And I never watched Shane Dawson. Uh, very believable that some woman would probably be interested in him. I'm not saying he's Chad's here, but. You know, I just don't really know too much about him. He was not fat. Uh, his hairline wasn't terrible. I thought he was kind of hairline frauding with the whole like yeah. side sweat <laughs> thing, but he ends up he shaving does shave his, his head. head at the end. And yeah, and it's it and he's looked not a little balding. far back to me. <laughs> listen, okay, for like 22 years old or whatever. Listen, you know, uh, maybe I'm biased. Okay, maybe I had this hairline when I was five years old. You know, <laughs> it's, it's been tough for a lot of years for me. So from from my perspective, where I stand, it looked like a believably uh, appropriate hairline. Okay. I will say, you know, he kind of looks like Jack Nicholson now in the behind the scenes uh, footage on the chair where it's like very that hairline is, you know, he does he does some some work on it for the movie. I'll put it that way. Does he do some Kino Corner trickery with his hairline? Kino Corner hair. Yeah, I've seen some I've seen some updates where I'm just like, oh, I just because I have this on my head, I'm like, oh, I see where that's going. It's not (laughs) (laughs) it's not gonna be good in a couple of years. And he's just curling it up forward just to, you know, I'm he's trying to go for a Unabomber look for a while, but maybe his genes won't let him. Maybe not. We need a Mm. we need a replacement and he He's yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> you mean he's got the right mindset, but yeah, you know, gotta get the, gotta get the hair going. Gotta go. Uh, Keeps.com/slash/wavywebsurf, friend of the program. <laughs> sure. Good shout out to Wavy. Shane Dawson has had, I think, the most longevity out of any like classic YouTuber because he comes in and out of fashion. I remember, and Monkey, let me know if you remember this at all. He went on, and this was a little bit before this movie came out, I believe. My introduction to Shane Dawson was he went on Rob Has a Podcast to talk about Big Brother. And I remember he kept making racist jokes about Kesar. Oh, what? Yeah. This was no, a thing. I guess I did not see that. I feel like it day. was I feel like it was during Big Brother 14 or so, whenever they brought back Janelle and Boogie. Because why oh. else would you bring up Kesar, right? But um, yeah, that was my introduction is he kept making Arab jokes about this beloved contestant on this reality show. Well, back then, was Rob cool enough to just let it slide? Or yeah, what? it was not. It was a non-factor. Like it, it was just he was going with the flow. So then, you know, I feel like he came up in the Jenna Marbles era of YouTube. On the chair, he said he was active on YouTube for eight years, and that's 2014, which means he's been on there a long time. And he got like a second or third wind for his documentaries. What back in 2017, 2018? Mm-hmm. And uh, hanging out with Jeffrey Star and doing all that, and then he got canceled for for what cat molestation? He did something bad. He did something very naughty. Well, he uh, joked about fucking his cat and jerking off on it, and then the mistake was apologizing for it. Like that yeah. tweet that I read at the beginning is more humiliating than making the joke in the first place. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you even think you need to clarify that it did not actually happen is uh, 
a little revolting in itself. Because, yeah, it tells you that it actually probably did. It could have crossed his mind, like, <laughs> yeah. at any point. Like, yeah, if something yeah. is that absurd, you shouldn't even have to say anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was uh, it was a joke, but I kind of aimed at him when I was <laughs> yeah. yeah. He got some splashback. <laughs> I used to help. do a podcast with Digibro, and we did a whole segment on, like, what's the best thing to do with your cum after you masturbate? And I said, wipe it on your cat. <laughs> Nobody's ever made me apologize uh. on Twitter for that one. I'm waiting. I mean I mean, I think there's other things that people have made you apologize for. I don't know if that would be on top of the list. Hey, if, I, if you heard me say sorry, let me know. I don't know if I apologize. Fair enough. <laughs> I, yeah. I said it is what it is, YouTube. That's right. <laughs> I think the reason why they came after him is he tried to... So he he built himself on like edgy humor, doing like gross out sex humor on his YouTube channel. And then he grew up a little bit and diverted into... I'm going to do like the serious youtube stuff which you know he's welcome to do but then bringing in that new audience and especially during like a very cancellation uh heavy time it was a it was just bad news is he still doing videos is he still active what is shane dawson up to these days she was on the steve-o's uh podcast which apparently didn't go that well uh, no what do you I mean just Googled, go well. i googled his name and and the first one of the first things that came out was like oh he's appearance uh, on steve-o's uh podcast was did it go better than bam's several appearances bad. on steve-o's podcast Bam's doing great uh it just says yeah he's been struggling or he's not been doing not well because he's been canceled are we gonna look at him is he gonna be 320 pounds <laughs> remember he said he looked like jack nicholson in the chair i didn't think of the chair of the show i'm thinking jack nicholson in the chair court side with like the fucking chili all over his <laughs> yeah, legs the ground. that's what shane the dawson looks like right now he needs to do uh he should crowdfund off the momentum of this podcast crowdfund <laughs> not cool too where he's like the dad or something you know like a new perspective like make it even less cool like oh man i thought i was i thought i had it rough you know when i was in college now oh, just look at me now mm -hmm. oh, i gotta I gotta figure out you know tori the hori uh i need to go get a street walker out of uh alley oh yeah he's, he's definitely Ooh. looking like jack nicholson Ooh. courtside he's yeah, looking a little yo, <laughs> he looks sweaty he looks like he just ate a big roast right before this podcast <laughs> why is his hair combed into his face Push that shit back, dude. He's probably hiding like some scars or acne or so, some like a wart on his temple. I don't know. Look at he's disgusted. Steve O looks <laughs> grossed out. Steve O looks better and he's 25 years older and has every drug addiction. What the yeah. fuck? Steve can smell it from there. So he's just. <laughs> what does God. Shane Dawson have to be sad about? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I guess he wanted people to take him seriously when he started doing those documentaries, but. Why? Why would you take Shane Dawson seriously? Uh, he, uh, I know that he did bring um, a, a YouTuber with him that's like a psychologist or like a girl that pretends to be a psychologist to like psychoanalyze the people that he does documentaries on. But it's just such a weird turn into please take me seriously as this as this mental health person that I'm just trying to help popular YouTubers that you won't like if you actually get to know because they're. You know, people like Tana. Is that is that someone that you want to spend two hours with, Tana Munjo? And just you know what, this is a person that I really want to get to know uh, deeply as to what, why she does the things she does. You know, like I feel like her his shtick was that, and it's just like I don't. Who who cares? Just do your, I guess, cat 
coming on cats humor i guess he's like 35 now to the child puppet that you made all those horrific jokes with you know the fine bros they copyrighted the word react and they were okay with it so i mean how bad could it really be let's think about it though that version of shane dawson doing the puppet molestation videos would be fucking terrifying that would be creepy i mean that's <laughs> that's back with how he looks now yes that's uh he looks like he, he should be eating shit out of a cup on the street <laughs> yeah younger Sean, shane dawson uh, coming on his cat that's fine fat shane dawson that's fucking <laughs> disgusting don't no, yeah, no, no. that's not okay <laughs> I don't know. I think Hey, It's Millie too should come out with that Shane Dawson. <laughs> that might bring him back out of the depression spiral. Like, just go back to your roots, do the comedy that you know so well. Because he maybe he feels like an imposter. He's trying to make these serious documentaries about psychology. You know, yeah. like it mm-hmm. maybe it's just not really in him. You got all this. You got Kick dot com right now. Andrew Tate's and free speech, and you know the woke mob. Elon Musk is going to in defeating the woke mobs. <laughs> the perfect opportunity for a fat, greasy, morbidly <laughs> obese, unbathed forty-year-old Shane Dawson to talk about molesting a puppet. You know what I mean? The, the time is right. The dials, the the so alignments going on with the planets. Shane, we know you're watching. Do what you got to do. That's how you win back the culture. I think it's time for the 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 team up that Onision has been praying for since he stole his whole appearance and vibe from Shane Dawson. I think they're both down on their luck. They they look different enough now. Let's merge these two guys together, do a special on like OAN or something. I don't know. Give them give them uh some Let kind them of show. Throw a concert for children. <laughs> yes. Children and cats. <clears throat> uh only four minutes ago okay well you know he's chubby but he looks i mean it's clearly fake he's replacing the child puppet with an actual child yeah (laughs) (laughs) he probably looks better than i'm gonna look at that age so maybe i'll let him slide but it's really like fat fat guy fashion too right where you just cover yourself with a with a denim jacket and just try to hide you always lean forward so the jacket's in front of you you get to see the, like the uh, neck indentation he's got going on. There's like a whole different color going on around his collarbone. Yeah, well, I feel it, like that's a like, groomer on his jacket there. <laughs> yeah, he's going for that. Uh, that uh, I, I'm fat now, but I'm going to change my life and be inspirational again. Kind of look. Huh. Yeah, I think he maybe needs to go on like a season of The Biggest Loser and mm-hmm. uh, see if that does any reinvigorating for his <laughs> career. Celebrity Big Brother 4. If oh, the writer strike keeps going on, they're going to need something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I bet he would do it. He went on Rob as a podcast. I think he would. I think it would be a great move for him. Tom Green got a big boost from celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people forgot about Tom Green. And as soon as he did that, it was like he got reactivated in, in like the public eye. And uh, Shane Dawson, you know, maybe, maybe second up. Maybe. Do we have any other thoughts on this movie? Nope. (laughs) uh, uh, Um, I think it's not good. Um, It's certainly not cool. And uh, Shane Dawson trying to do like a clumps thing was maybe, uh, I don't know. I think it works sometimes, like once. I kind of laughed. I kind of laughed. I went, hmm. When he was that bitchy girl and was like very aggressive, I didn't expect that sort of immediate aggression. So, with the bus driver, I don't remember. I've already memory hold this fucking movie. 
Yeah, I saw it last night and I feel like I can only remember maybe 10 minutes of material. Like the jokes are so overdone from maybe just repetitive or straight up stolen from so many sitcoms. Like Mm. the whole plot of the guy spied on the girl and knows everything about her. And now Mm. he's like revealing it to her and she's getting creeped out. Like I've seen Malcolm in the middle, Shane. Like, come on, dude. Like this has been done. Most of these jokes are completely stolen. You know, now that you mentioned it, I guess that does make sense. Also, why I feel that uh, similarity to Not Another Teen Movie because it's literally just packed with. Because that's the whole point of Not Another Teen Movie is just every trope and everything just piled on. And yeah, you that's definitely what this movie is completely full of. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's another parallel that I got going on with it. But also not not something that I necessarily have a like aversion to it's not like an immediate disgust um but it certainly is not currying points in its favor i think the difference for me is that like they they rebuild the library set for the breakfast club like that's you know that's the passion in not another teen movie and they have the principal come in they're making direct parodies and references to these movies whereas this feels like just plagiarism from just everything that ever has been made (laughs) true true it is certainly derivative. Um, I don't think it breaks any new ground. And it, from what it seems like, and again, this is me watching uh, The Chair, five hours of The Chair out of the 10 hours, I kind of seemed like at a certain point, he was just like, fuck it, we're just going to lean into the cartoonish nature. Like it started as like a sincere teen comedy. Yeah. And then at a certain point, he, he was just like, fuck it, we're just going to like yeah. chalk it with jokes. It's for my audience. Who cares about the general audience? Let's just do this. And um, he didn't really care to innovate with it or do anything interesting. I guess you can appreciate it for that. And especially with the track record that we have, the other YouTuber movies that we've seen. This is probably at the top. And that's very, (laughs) that's very kind of sad to say, but uh can we list off the ones we've done together, Lorez? Okay, so we started, I feel like, at... Did we start at Lover? Could be. Yeah, AVGN. We I didn't do AVGN with you. But I've seen it, so. Kino was on. This was before our crossover and before we ever had you on uh, Mm -hmm. Movies, Monkey. We did uh, AVGN with Kino Corner. And then we did Lover as the first crossover episode, I'm fairly certain. And then Space Cop. And then... We did Wasted Hours, right? Yeah. Or was there one in between Wasted Hours and Space Cop? Is it really just those three? I, think plus this? Three. I feel like we're forgetting one. Hmm. Well, if if those are the ones, I mean, I still like Space Cop a little bit more than this, but at least I could hear the dialogue in the movie. <laughs> so it puts it in the top echelon so mm. far. I think it just comes in at an advantage because he had like a 90 person crew working on this movie. Like he did it yeah. through conventional means. If he had done it on his own, I feel like then it's probably not the most watchable of the YouTuber movies. Was he, I mean, I don't know anything about him, but if he was uh, directing and editing his own YouTube videos for years, maybe that could have translated into a, an 80 minute comedy, but Again, maybe with all the microphones and shitty, wouldn't have had enough people. That's probably what uh, some of these other movies ran into issues with. I think but, it's uh, definitely that, yeah. Aggie, do you have any final thoughts on this fine film? 
Um, yeah, you know, uh, I couldn't find anywhere to view this movie for free illegally, so I spent no, you five dollars. You, you oh, came no. to me. I could have hooked you up. No, Eggy, no. one, two, three movies. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's. I guess maybe it is on. I it's not. Basically, it's so undesirable that there was only <laughs> the one avenue, which was Amazon, for me to be able to find anywhere to view this uh. film. Now, with that being said, I didn't feel bad about spending five dollars to watch it. It uh, it didn't. It wasn't egregious. It had enough of. Uh, it was it was satisfying enough to uh, you know watch it one time. Um, I'd probably give it a solid four out of ten. Wow. Whoa, Maybe I wouldn't a, even be that generous. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a three out of 10 is like a just, you know, anything below four out of 10 is like you're actively, I'm actively unpleased. I'm displeased. I'm just, I don't even want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but four, it's kind of in that spot where it's like, eh, it's not, it's below average. It's not all that. But, you know, it wasn't actively off putting. I got some laughs out of it. Four out of 10 to me is a fair score on my you sure it it wasn't some sort of stockholm syndrome or sunk cost fallacy at play that you spent money on it like oh well i I gotta convince myself i got something out of it uh you know i i I, it was digestible as uh, have you seen kino movie maybe you need to see that to compare i've never seen wasted hours never so maybe this will be a masterpiece once you see that movie (laughs) you'll say it's like a nine out of ten well, I, well, you know, I, I guess uh, Kino Corner is more deserving of my my whatever money to watch his movie than. Uh, and it's out for free us. now. He released it oh, for it free is. to everybody. Okay. But maybe when we're we're all together at my house for the film festival, we, we and we want to be inspired by true cinema, we'll pop on wasted hours for the boys to <laughs> watch together. Uh, uh, why not? Listen, I I try to do the same when I paid for Lover. Uh, but there's not a lot for me to be like, oh, yeah, it's five dollars that I could have fed my entire village with. I spent it on fucking lover. lover. Yeah. So Can that, you pass uh, that around. Can you just like no, maybe no. bring up morale in Costa Rica by giving them a copy of a digital copy of lover? No, someone just trying to make a movie deep by just turning it in black and white. No, no. Uh, so, I mean, I guess this is. Uh, the uh, Yeah, the best we've seen in this series. Uh, uh, just because I was expecting so much more from uh, Space Cop, and then when I got was very low effort, very okay. I guess I'm I'm supposed to get uh think this is charming, but uh, yeah, I hated <laughs> I hated. This. I think I'm that, not... I think with Space Cop, the highs and lows are greater, right? But this just continually kind of yeah. to what Eggy's saying here. It's kind of like just having a screensaver on your computer. That's yeah. That's going. And that's why, I don't know. I think there's something more to that in the case of these movies anyway. Are we going to end up, uh, I think he did two more, Shane Dawson, right? There's one. We could oh, save I... those for 2024 and 2025. <laughs> yeah. But where should we go next? Who are the other big uh, YouTube movies out there? That's a good question. I feel like we're really starting. So we, we started with the particular like film YouTube niche because that's just easy to clean up on all those guys try their hand at filmmaking uh yeah and um with this you know we're starting to get into like the popular youtubers of the past you know and uh, i feel like maybe logan paul he probably didn't direct anything 
but i, I, I feel like a movie called airplane mode and it, it is a, a very very low rated movie on imdb grand um i feel like there's probably somebody else that's like shane dawson we're not honing in on just yet uh that directed and starred in their own movie did philip uh, defranco make a movie oh god could you imagine <laughs> i really hope not for the sake of these episodes i hope he did not make any movie um we would have to pull up that Wikipedia again, I think, mm. where they have the list of 30 films that star YouTubers. I know there was one with um, David Dobrik and Jason Nash that was kind of like Cannonball Run. Now, technically, they were on like Vine at the time when that movie came out. And that's how yeah, I don't even it. know who those people are. But that's then again, nice. I don't really know who Shane Dawson is yeah. either. So uh, are you guys looking up, Aggie, some uh, great films we could watch? I just poking around some popular YouTubers trying to see if uh, anything. Well, other... we should mention, Aggie, that if everything goes according to plan, there will be, what, three new YouTuber movies coming out this year. Not just the low-res film, but evidently uh, Kino Corner and uh, BG Cumby both want to make a feature film starring Aggie this year. Whoa, they both like completed a screenplay for it or something. So we might have three movies to review pretty soon. Oh, two separate. Hold on. BG and Kino are working on like two separate movies yeah. starring Aggie here. Yeah, both. They both want Aggie as the star and they're not collaborating. It's just two different oh movies. I tried I to get why. Aggie this year. Aggie's a very busy man. Aggie had a Bones concert. Aggie, you're mm. wanted. You're want. You're you're going to be headlining a lot of stuff. Yeah. And in fact, I'm actually literally wanted every now and then, you know what I'm saying? But what can I say? <laughs> you know what? Living life on the edge. You know, I mean, I live life to the fullest. They say the candle that gains 200 pounds of fat burns twice as bright and half as long or something, whatever the case might be. You know, we still keep pushing and we do it for the love of the art. Well, Hans and Lores, I think us three should bet. Which movie do we think will be better? The BG Cumbie Eggy movie or the Kino Corner Eggy movie? I don't know who. Nagy, I guess you can is. weigh in too. Oh, you don't know Cumby? That's fine. No. BG Cumby's very, very funny, but I don't know what what his filmmaking ability looks like. Mm, I think yeah. his YouTube videos are all filmed on his like laptop, built-in camera, <laughs> mm -hmm. and he, there's no editing at all, which is, is why I appreciate his rants because there's no editing like in his ten-minute video. It's actually impressive. Yeah. But I don't know how that translates into making a movie. I would say I feel like um, the Kino Corner film. It's going to be more ambitious, but at the same time, I think that the Cumby movie, uh, it might really surprise us with some of the chemistry. So I think uh, that's hmm. my cursory glance if I had to make a statement. Interesting. Okay. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to bet on, you know what? I'm going to bet on Kino on this one because that's the less, listen, we watched his, his movie. It was, it was an early stab at filmmaking. Uh, some of his YouTube videos are shot pretty well. I think Kino, I think Kino will come out on top here. Veteran versus the underdog. We'll see, but I'm going to give 110% in both performances already. You, know? you guys want my down real legitimate opinion here, or should I keep it, keep it steady for the fans and the friends? <laughs> I want to hear the real truth. It's called the red pill and I'm ready to take it. Uh, here's the red pill. Neither of these movies will ever be made. Are you fucking kidding me? It's not a fucking chance. Like all the donated money will be funded. You guys are high if you think this shit's happening. But if the movies are made, 
Comfy's got a great sense of humor. I, I'm excited to see what he has cooking up. It sounds like Kino just wants to be derivative of a fucking taxi driver again. Huh. Well, I'm going to say this. You know what? If they don't want to put it together, you know, then it's just time for me to ascend to where I need to be and take the camera into my own hands. Next month, Eggie. Guaranteed. I fucking paid the entry fee. We're making a, a short film no matter oh, that's what. Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's happening. Fuck these guys with their fucking tunnel vision plan. We're doing it. I think it's going to be wasted hours, too. <laughs> it, it, this is like the Kino Corner insert character all grown up is Aggie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, are we doing this Mosh movie next? Is that what's Oh, Smosh. Is that what we should do? There's a thing called Camp Dakota that I, I wasn't familiar with, which is a Grace Helbig, Hannah Hart, and Memory Hart movie. Yeah, I don't um, recognize any names, but I'll watch anything. Yeah, it's just three three of those funny internet girls. You know, they're very, very funny because they say girl things. Hey, I'll give this to uh, the Shane Dawson movie. The main chick, uh, you know, they gave her some horrible material to work with, but she was probably pretty funny. You know, she could uh, get some jokes out. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just let me just play 30 seconds of this trailer just so you can see. Um this looks a lot more painful than what we had to go through. With okay. This uh, when you have a desktop computer, uh, sleep, 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 and it's daytime at no, the Apollo. <laughs> Hi guys. That's the I'm opening scene of the trailer. I don't know. I think she's introducing the trailer, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's weird. Just as bad, yeah. Okay, you all grown up. I'm getting married in two weeks. Love you. Before you know it, you'll be driving your little ones up to Dakota for the summer yourself. Oh, man, I think my ovaries just winced. This might be oh, you get it, guys? She's got a pussy, and it's uh -huh. drying up, guys. It's got that royalty-free music. <laughs> and that's it's a Kevin very Cloud. real concern for women of her age. And Loch Ness Monsters. Oh my lord. Oh no. Sad about this. Hey, that was literally me two days ago. <laughs> Your boyfriend was fucking someone else? <laughs> uh, I was drunk and my hair looked like that. And I think I called some people on the phone and talked about camps. Okay, Hans, I think I've had enough of this. Yeah, yeah we're good. We're good. I don't know if I need to watch that movie. I mean, you it doesn't even look bad enough to be angry at. Her, her journey into camp where she discovers herself by hanging out with grosser women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like just some movie. You know, I want to be watch something that is so offensive to the eyes that some YouTuber, some narcissistic fucking uh, self-described artist made. Let me just give you this. Then. Hold on. Um. This yeah. summer, find out that the real summer camp was in our hearts all along. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh that's, yeah. That's epic. That's an epic uh, for the win right there. Oh yeah. my goodness. Is she gonna do Gangnam style? Yeah. You know, oh, the official <laughs> website is a dot tumblr dot com. Yep. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. 
Okay. I so think that's your vote, Hans. We're going to watch not... Camp Tacoma or whatever. Uh, it's probably going to be very difficult to get. <laughs> We're circling the drain it. now. This is this is really rough stuff. If this is what the leading contender is at the moment. I mean, fuck, I've never seen a Doug Walker movie. Should we just do one of those? We I've, haven't. I've we, none it's of the them. big blind spot. I feel like we have to. I feel like we got to yeah. do it. Like, let's watch oh, the first one and, you know, watch them in order. Mm-hmm. Haven't we seen? Oh, fuck. It's just such a difficult, long watch. It the is, first one's only bad. like an hour and a half, right? No. Oh, is it all four hours? It feels like four hours. I don't know. We watch. I... We watch Kickassia on our retired program, Civic TV, and that was about three hours. Oh, it, oh my God. Yeah. It, and was, it was it was like an hour and a half of us just doing this. <laughs> just, yeah. just very just like, oh my fuck. When is, is that the ending? first in the trilogy? I think it's the last. I think it, oh. we we started backwards, like Star Wars. Well, what's number and... one? I, I'm I'm voting for whatever number one is. Let me see. So uh maybe about an hour and a half of it just had like 30 people standing in a hotel room oh, like yeah. a very Fuck. beige mid hotel room yeah you and, can tell uh, it stinks yeah, uh kikasi so. is the first one 2010 oh and then the three hour have, one it's uh we're going back Hans, no it's an hour and a half it's an hour and a half so it's the most uh accessible watched, i guess we watched kikasia and then we watched like an hour of his game show that's why it was oh, three yeah. hours suburban his failed game yeah show. that's true yeah then to get suburban nights is two hours and then to boldly flee to boldly which flee. is the longest one i think <laughs> three hours three and a half hours so kikasia sometime next month how's that sound <sighs> fuck <laughs> Again, yeah. again. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm in. I'm in for it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Eggy, uh, you look excited. That's when he's dressed like, yeah, like Bison from Street Fighter. Eggy, yeah, did you freeze? <laughs> I see he's on down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, assume fuck. he's down to clown as well. Yeah. That's <laughs> the one he just shoots in like someone's backyard in like New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're seeing people's oh, knickknacks Eggie, on the cabinets. Eggy, we see you again. <clears throat> it's yeah. bad. This is the whole movie. I think uh, he turned on a clip and it was like Medusa when she turns people to stone. That's what so, happened to Eggy there. This is Speaking of setting. Kick-Assia, you know, so when I was saying that... um not cool it it's real movie like you you could tell me this is a movie i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna I'm, that's believable digestible it said kick assia that's kind of a little bit that's like the baseline that i would compare you know like youtuber movies like the camcorder in the field kind of stuff mm. that's kind of uh you know what we'll stuff. be doing pretty soon yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, that's the sequel. So if you want to see that, you have to watch the sequel. I'll see you guys in August. Doug Walker more like hug his cocker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So uh so like Kikasia it is, I guess. Yeah, stay yeah. tuned. I think everybody. it's Kikasia. Well, let's get some plugs in uh, for the Is It Kino audience. Where can they find Hans and Lorez? Uh, check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Movies, a podcast about the active cinema. We got quite a few episodes, uh, crossovers you can revisit with Mumkey Jones here. And then what did we talk about? We talked about Pain and Gain and mm, Ambulance. Yeah. We did a solo yeah. show on that. So check that out now. Yeah, and me, I'm just uh, Simeon Jimmy's Treehouse on all the Spotify and that kind of shit and on YouTube as well. Eggy, where can we find you? 
Um, I'm hiding under a rock like Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. Um, I don't have anything to promote right now, but just stay tuned for the 48-hour film. It's going to be guaranteed keenography. You won't want to miss it. Should we give an update or should we save it for later on uh, whether or not you set your pubic hair on fire? Oh, yeah. So for the record, um, in my blackout drunk stream I did Friday nights where I drank 750 milliliters of vodka and also a large uh, hard seltzer of 24 ounces, I believe. And you drank a whole jar of peanut butter. And I drank most of a peanut butter while also simultaneously vomiting from what I heard. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> drank? How did you, did you yes. fill it up did with water in the sink? What did you do? Yeah, you had a straw in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, I did at some point step off camera because I'm not doing I'm not some degenerate that's going to do that kind of thing on camera like some freak. <laughs> I stepped off the side of the camera to set my pubic hair on fire because we got 250 likes on a previous episode of the Treehouse podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now I was a little bit intoxicated at the time, but I just a remember it, I was like, oh, that's just uh, it reminded me of like the, the scent was like uh, like if you leave something on a grill really long and it just burns to charcoal. It was like it was this really just foul burned for a week protein. Yeah, doesn't go almost. away at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I know somebody's going to say, well, you know, they're going to make some kind of hygiene comments or whatever. No, I'm pretty sure that's what burn. <laughs> I never, I've never burned hair before, but I guess that's what it smells like either way. You know what? I said I would do it. And it, I'm true to my word. It, well, it, it better grow back for the short film festival because we <laughs> I, I got an idea for a scene <laughs> he's got a videodrome penis now Eggie's eating his own shit <laughs> he's shitting his pants this is going to be quite the art film it sounds like <laughs> yes I mean if Kino Corner is helping direct I guarantee he's going to think it's fucking art <laughs> and then you shit to shit out of your penis uh your penis has been burned before so now it looks like a yeah. lighting his pubes on fire and jerking off and it's a 20 minute scene because we're going for italian realism so we watch every second of it yeah. you guys yeah. ever solo seen two the one-man show you guys remember the old the spank wire video there's like a compilation of three minutes of like oh, horrible yeah. gore and torture on people's genitals yeah, uh, oh. we can basically make that. Yeah, yep. Pain Olympics clips Cut, and stuff. Yeah, cutting your penis in a cutting board like mm -hmm. it's a taco. Yeah. Should mm -hmm. we review the old Spankwire reaction video, like the big compilation that I always got linked to back in the day? Is that an hour and a half? Is that feature? No, it's four <laughs> minutes of, of disgusting, horrible shit you don't want to see, Lores. <laughs> that might be a, a me and Aggie video, honestly. Yeah, I think point. so. <laughs> I don't know if I need to drag Hans into this, but it sounds yeah. like he knows all about it. Yeah. I, I I was the person that would show my friends that stuff early oh, well, here. When, uh... Fuck it, Hans, you're invited then. You can come <laughs> on the review. Yeah, my friends send me send me uh, memes about like one guy, one jar. And just like, remember when you <laughs> scarred me for life when I was 11? I was like, yep. They're getting it's, revenge uh... now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the internet was very new here in Costa Rica. You have never seen this. 11, were you like 30 when that came out, yep. Hans? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was You're showing 11 to an 11 year old. <laughs> no, I wasn't sending it. I'm not sick. I was showing it to them in my living yeah. room. Yeah. You had a projector set up. It was yeah. a screening. Rusty Cage, uh, sorry, Rusty Cage literally has a projector in his living room. And when you walk into his house, he will show you uh, uh, cartel fucking beheading videos and shit so that you you joke but rusty will do that yeah he it's, really likes a beheading it seems like this rusty cage yeah He's that's his big theme right now oh boy 
I'm trying Probably. to be like Shane Dawson in the bathroom and just be heading, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With your cat. That's right. That's a good <laughs> way to round it all up. Do we have any final, final thoughts, boys? Or should we say goodbye? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think I've said everything I've had to say. Peace out, Dawson heads. Until next time, let's keep getting fatter and greasier. That's right. Well, that's my all plan right. for sure. Stop fucking cats. That's weird. Fuck uh, sickos. This was a masterpiece. I can't wait for the 20 year later sequel like Zoolander <laughs> 2 and Dumb and Dumber 2. Here, here. All right. That has been Movies and Is a Kino. Thank you for listening.